love it when a leader says, I have no interest in fashion, but I love that story. And I'm like, oh, you do have an interest in fashion because you're not naked. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to You Have to Wear Something. So this will now be my third episode about Meghan Markle. I did two shows in 2018 because Aquarius is a futurist by nature, but I did a show about the beginning of the racist experiences with the royal family, beginning with that damn brooch that Princess Michael of Kent wore to the introduction of Meghan to the family. It was black amour jewelry, and it's very precious, it's very beautiful, but um, a little inappropriate if you're white. So she wore it to be intentionally racist. Um, she did it on purpose. Then once Meghan and Harry got married, I spoke in depth about her wedding look and some of the guests and really the symbolism, because as we all know now, she gave up her life to commit fully to working for the crown. And by the way, unless you are given a reason not to support black women, a la Candace Owens, um, because I'm hearing a lot of, I did not like her then, but I like her now. Black ladies, we cannot afford to hate first and jump on the bandwagon later. Early on, I saw a hint of Lady Di's legacy, leaning into being the people's princess with a lot of poise and grace, and every black person knows the pressure of maintaining white comfort when you are a token. Just because we can carry it doesn't mean it's not heavy. So I knew she was going to have to maneuver in an oppressive, um, in an oppressive environment. Whether it was with Harry and support or not, understand that the firm or Commonwealth or whatever is a business worth $88 billion. It's a business and Meghan and Harry were employees, but let's get into the high tea of 2021. Y'all youngins really do not understand the gift that Oprah has. We used to be blessed weekly with her interviewing styles, which is one part therapist, one part detective, and all straightforward, no BS black womanness. So Oprah is the goat. Hit your Googles for the receipts, I don't care. I don't care about you canceling her. Don't care about a picture with Harvey Weinstein, which has nothing to do with this interview. Nice try. Clothing, style, wardrobe, whatever you want to call it, is communication. They have to wear something to this bombshell interview. So let's get into it. Megan's signature messy bun, never uber straight because we know she's taming a fro under there, but she loves these two T-Boss tendrils in the front of her face, and she always has impeccable natural looking makeup. It's so refreshing in this time of Instagram face, plastic surgery, and Kardashian contouring. Plus, I love freckles. They cute or something. I like Megan's approach to luxury. Yes, she was in a conservative role, but she threw in style where she could, a leather skirt here, drop back dress there, but she wore a $5,000 Armani dress in black and white, the white part being a floral design at the top of the dress with an empire waist and a belt over her growing bump. She looked relaxed for a takedown. Um, black and white has the vibe of neutrality, yin and yang, 
which is a concept of dualism, describing how seemingly opposite or contrary forces may actually be complementary, interconnected, and interdependent. Megan loves her Aquazura pumps. Aquazura is designed by Edgargo Osario. Let me get that right. Edgardo Osario, who is Colombian, just saying. They must be comfortable, but look, they are quiet. They're not red bottoms, all right? To the pedestrian eye, they're probably boring and not all that and look easily accessible and look cheap, but they're not. The cut is exquisite. For me, even though she is technically no longer a royal, I believe nobility springs from the soul and not from the blood. She looked regal. Queen O wore, wait for it, the color purple. Okay, that was cool. That was real cool. Things mean something, guys. The color purple is often associated with royalty, nobility, luxury, power, and ambition. Purple also represents meanings of wealth, extravagance, creativity, wisdom, dignity, grandeur, devotion, peace, pride, mystery, independence, and magic. Megan wore gold, and it appeared to be moonstone. Moonstone has meanings too. It cultivates compassion and empathy. It helps us to tap into our intuition, and it, it enhances psychic abilities and clairvoyance. I love the first half of, of the interview being the one-on-one -on -one between the sisters. Woman time first, and then they brought in Harry later. This gives the stage, if you will, to Megan first since she was silenced for so long, and to support her story, support her truth and her voice on the matter. Well done, oh. Press in the UK made the comparison to Wallace Simpson um, from the middle part to the black dress with the white flower. Uh, that was the American socialite that caused a scandal because she was a divorcee and so King Edward VIII abdicated. Anyway, this is a terrible comparison because Wallace, who was a white lady, um, and Edward were friendly with Hitler. And we ain't forgot about it, so the UK, UK press clearly has no shame. Um, the crazy part amongst all the crazy parts was the firm hosts parties for the UK press. The same press that monopolized on terrorizing Princess Diana and now uses Meghan to fuel the clickbait. Speaking of Diana, Meghan also wore Lady Diana's diamond tennis bracelet during the interview and they revealed that she found a friend in Lady Di's good friend. So what's the real problem here? Megan drew great crowds. They did their job as a couple. I mean, it can't all be racism, right? Yes, it can. When the tabloids continue to call Archie a monkey and the royal family has no rebuttal, the function of racism is to distract us from what's truly important, whether that means loving your family, loving your job or whatever. And Megan was on the job. She was good. And while the royal family benefits, they also hate her for it. The same way they hated Diana. This love hate of we have to remain relevant, but also stick to antiquated tradition. I mean, very cultish. And Harry confirmed that, admitting he didn't know he was trapped. And his brother also has no clue that he is trapped. Black women know what it's like to be bullied for not doing enough work and at the same time for doing too little. 
These incredible dueling expectations are the weight of racism and being mixed, biracial or light-skinned doesn't make you exempt. Some of y'all may see a woman passing in Megan, but the truth is, regardless of the one-drop rule, socially she could never, in the UK or in America, so stop. Yes, you are allowed to be biracial, but when white people see you, in the words of Amanda Seals, you are all racial. You are not biracial, you're all racial. Okay, so Harry had on the suit by J. Crew. Good for him. I hear a lot of chatter about they had a diabolical plan to step down and make deals in Hollywood. Wrong. This woman wrote a letter she didn't have to write committing to the family. She had all 54 Commonwealth nations represented in her wedding veil. An LA woman could care less. She did this as a symbol of solidarity and she carried Diana's favorite flowers, forget-me-nots, I mean, symbolism after symbolism. Now remember, the ceremony was too black, so there was never a time where her race was not a factor, thickening the blue blood and all of that. But another takeaway that black women just cannot get away from is, no one cares about our well-being. No one cares how a black woman feels. You don't get to feel anything. Black mental health doesn't matter. A black woman is three times more likely to die from childbirth, regardless of income and class. So the neglect at every level is real, which is why we all, including me, <laughs> need a partner like Harry, someone who will put the health, the literal health of their family first. Like I said in my previous recordings, Megan will become one of the most powerful black women of all time. And there's like, 10 black women rooms dedicated to her right now on Clubhouse. Just go ahead, go on Clubhouse. It's like 10 rooms about Megan. So I think that's all my thoughts. Those are all my thoughts. Congrats to Oprah for professionally spilling the tea and achieving her most viewed interview, second only to Michael Jackson. I have seen the trolls posting pics of Oprah again with Harvey Weinstein. Nice try at trying to defame a black woman. You would never do this with Katie Couric, Diane Sawyer. You would you just would never do it. You would never attack them. We don't even have time to break down all of the atrocities that the Crown is involved in. Again, congrats to Oprah and congrats to Meghan and Harry. I hope your daughter is dark. And until next time, peace. <laughs>